thing. So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically do Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. Welcome to a late night edition of the People's Talk Show. Excited to uh, connect and uh, lots of things worth touching on. And I'm very curious to get your thoughts on whether or not this whole stern warning issued by this gentleman here and his party uh, turned out to be some bluff or is there more to come? I have my suspicions that this is just the beginning of more uh, unpleasant news, but uh, we'll dive into that more. But anyway, hope everyone's doing well. Welcome to the live stream. And uh, as always, any new viewers, let me know where you're watching from. We'd we'll love to welcome you to the community as well as uh, give you a chance to uh, let your voice be heard when the phone lines open up. And I would love to give you a quick shout out via the uh, the uh, chat. So feel free to let me know where you're watching from. And I have about uh, maybe four or five different topics. I'll just scan through the headlines, share my two cents on it. But it is a people's talk show. So it's uh not much of a show unless you have someone to talk to. So looking forward to getting your thoughts on what's going on. And uh, let me give a couple of shout outs. Then I'll do a little maintenance back end and then jump into some headlines and uh, share my two cents. All right, let me get, let me see. Let me see. We got low blood pressure. So my friend, we got Ed says question. Could Nancy want to get shot out of the sky to be immortal martyr of the world war three? She's 82 years old and she's almost gone anyway. Um, that was something that a lot of people were, were probably waiting to see. I saw more than enough tweets about how, you know, people would not be mad if that happened or if she was to fall victim to the circumstances that uh, were part of the threat or the warning or however we'll see how it plays out, whether it was a threat, a warning or just hot air uh, or just political theater in general in reference to the continuous warning uh, about playing with fire. And so typically when you play with fire, you get burnt. And so I, I, I have my suspicions as to what that burning is. And it has more to do with uh, the ultimate cover-up that would really escalate this de-dollarization process. But uh, but yeah, Ed, you know, anything is possible, man. Uh, we got Ingles, uh, Par Trabajadas, Migrantes from BC, Canada. I think I'm getting better with that. Barlight Broker checking in. We got Niels. says, buy silver and platinum. We got Vince G. We got Mr. B. We got Mass Administrator. We got Liz from Illinois. We got uh, Maloney. Maloney, if I'm not saying that incorrectly, forgive me, uh, from Charlotte. A Watchman. We got Jay. We got Roxy from North Idaho. How you doing? We got Dwayne Clark. Shalom to you as well. All right. So, uh, yeah. So earlier today, just out of sheer curiosity, I must admit I was watching the the flight tracker as the flight uh, from the Asian region circled around and landed in Taipei. And it was one of the things where like, you know, is, is something going to happen or not or whatever? You, you just never know. And uh, as of now, nothing uh, that's worth mentioning other than my suspicion as to how, uh, based upon seeing a lot of activity along the coastal line uh, in China with a lot of military action, they're not moving all that military weaponry for no reason. And so assuming something might jump off, you never know. But in the meantime, it, this is all, all surrounding 
the removal of the Federal Reserve note and all of the petrodollar infrastructure and everything like that in between, uh, ultimately being removed from the uh, the dependency by, of the world. So, but however they play this out, it's up to them. But we all know that, you know, as I always say, the last place you want to be is holding the bag. And what I mean by holding that bag of worthless fiat paper in the maybe long distance future, not to not so distance future, who knows? But uh, as I always say, the Federal Reserve note will be your worst financial liability, just like all fiat currencies. And I have Argentina, Sri Lanka, more more countries right now. It's it's the debt default that's causing these domestic currencies that are ultimately useless to everyone else except the citizens living within those countries. So anyway, enough of me ranting. Uh, let me get into some uh, some headlines real quick. Want to make sure I, you know, for those who might be new, want to make sure I continue to remind people how, what, where, and when to stay plugged in with RTD. Just because I think uh, as more things ramp up, I want to make sure I try to stay on top as best I can. And what better way to do that other than posting stuff throughout the day on the socials as well as all the other platforms that allow me to speak freely, which of course YouTube is not one of them. But uh, let me just jump right in. So for those who might be new, want to just do my homework, whatnot. Uh, the link beneath this video here gives you a chance to connect with all RTD, uh, everything I post, all the primary socials, as well as if you guys are interested, you know, what better time when the price of silver happens to take another dip within the last couple of hours uh, than to get your weight up with this uh, silver starter kit here uh, with my guys over at Bullion Max. And so as you guys can see, it's an assortment pack and it's a good way just to diversify yourself, in my opinion, out of you know government liabilities and into what is labeled as the people's money. And it happens to be that uh, fine round silver. And of course, platinum, palladium, whatever your budget would afford you. But the cheapest thing and the thing that's the most undervalued out of the monetary metals happens to be silver. And so keep it moving. And also, uh, make sure you guys connect RTD Locals. We've seen more than enough uh, reasons to not solely depend on connecting with your favorite content creators on YouTube just because the censorship is cranking up. And therefore, anybody that speaks truth will be considered a, a spewer of mis and disinformation. And so it's better to connect on alternative sources where there's no censorship, which ultimately just buys everybody time before, you know, the internet or something is taken down or whatever, but who knows. But RTD Locals, I encourage you guys to become a member there. And if you'd like to be uh, of a blessing to the channel, continue uh, consider supporting and uh, you'll get more access to things as we crank up over there more. And also, if you want to donate, once again, I could use as much help as possible. I'm in the process of speaking with some people to bring them on to help me with the content creation so that I'm not bogged down on all the other stuff. And so uh, it costs, but I could use some help with that if you are interested in supporting. And of course, I've been doing this for eight or so years, rethinking the dollar. We're past the point of rethinking the dollar. Now we're thinking beyond current monetary structure as to what's next. And that's why as we move forward, I'm excited to get into more of the spiritual things as well as the everyday practical things that you can do. And of course, a lot of people, you know, we have more than enough prepper channels to tell you the practical things. But it's a combination of all those things, just because a lot of uh, the uh, the prepper style uh, channels uh, don't incorporate the spiritual side of things as much as they probably should. Just because you can do all that work and have everything you need in your bunker. But again, your heart stopped and that's all she wrote. Then what? Make sure your eternity is sealed in Jesus Christ. And so excited to talk more about that as well. Anyway, so let's just jump right in. More than, more work here. Everything I've done is can be found here. But this interview, this this topic here might end up going to, into the de-dollarization category just because I think uh, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards in reference to 
you know, what Beijing, what may come next out of Beijing. And as of right now, it appears to be that because there's been no immediate response. I think China, as well as Russia and the BRICS in general, have been responding and waiting for uh, another check off their um, their, I guess, to do list. And one of the usually those things come with some type of catalyst. And so here we have the possible catalyst of the U.S. basically choosing a side, i.e. Taiwan, and clearly intervening in international affairs, similar to how the U.S. has done with Syria, with Libya, uh, with Ukraine, you name it. And that stuff never ends well. And so this right here could be the final nail in the dollar system coffin, just because Russia has paved the way in showing how you don't necessarily have to require dollar payments or depend upon even getting your assets back from the the, the, the globalist, the West, uh, and still be able to function uh, without any problem. But uh, let's jump into some headlines. And so, uh, as I mentioned, I was watching the, uh, let me get this up here. So yeah, I was watching a fight flight tracker earlier, just trying to see what was, what was going on, how would this play out? Would there be an unforeseen event? And as of now, nothing, as I mentioned, but here, uh, it was very interesting to see how, uh, amongst all the warnings, amongst all the media hysteria as to whether or not, you know, Pelosi would go, it was about 48 hours of back and forth of cancellations and she's not going. And then it even came out in the Western media that, you know, Pelosi is defying Biden. She's going there anyway. And I'm thinking like, well, we've all seen more than enough and, you know, proof that, you know, the current administration is not even, is not even speaking. He's reading from these cue cards and it's good to say whoever writes the cue cards as well as the teleprompter script is the ones also feeds information to our congressmen and women as well. So they're all writing, they're all coming from the same script. And so it's just interesting to see how the media likes to play on things like that to make it seem as if like there's some disconnect between the, 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 the politicians, but they know what they're doing. And of course, what they're doing is, is assumably playing in lock and step with what China would love to see. It gives them a reason to then pull that ace from out of their sleeves at the same time, their economy is crumbling. So ultimately, what I'm getting at, China needs an event. You know, it's been, you know, to my knowledge, I, I'm not even well versed in Asian history, but it's been a while since China has been involved directly in some type of confrontation. Uh, at the same time, there's a need for all countries to reset some things with their debt-based system. So this event plays right into the hands of what Beijing needs. And I'm going to point to that in a minute, but um, just so here's just a time frame of what, what's going on here. And so here's her schedule. And so it just lists through some appointments and some meetings or whatever. But here's another little historical fact. It says China condemned the highest level U.S. visit in 25 years as a threat to peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait. And so China considers Taiwan part of its territory and has never renounced using force to bring it under control. So I, I would assume that all that military action that we're seeing surfacing, whether I, I take it as it being new video footage, uh, is there for a reason. They're not burning all that gas, sending all those troops out there and deploying the Navy as well as the Air Force and getting them ready for nothing. And so what does that mean? Oh, if Russia and Ukraine can go at it and it'd be, you know, sanctions and all that stuff, which proven to be hot air, why not do it with China as well? But unfortunately, there, you know, there's always, there's always going to be casualties when there's military confrontations such as this. But I, I think governments have proven that, you know, there's no lives worth not spending 
to accomplish their demonic satanic goals of furthering control and everything else in between. But anyway, uh, let's keep it moving. So you guys can check up her, her, her itinerary if you're interested. Just Google it. But this all plays on just that, you know, China saying don't play with fire. And so as of right now, I think the the the, the fuse has officially been lit in reference to how China will respond. And this plays right in line with what's happening within that their borders. And so here's just some visual aids from Tavi uh, Costa in reference to how bad things are in the homeland of China to where they need some type of confrontation to distract from all the internal issues and would probably, because I've even shared videos before how their media sources that is leaked out through cell phones and things like that. A lot of the propaganda they're feeding their own people is that the big bad wolf in the East, the U S though Americans, they're taking over the world. They're trying to, you know, un, un, unend our control here. And they're painting the West or the East rather and Biden and all those people as being very uh, bad for the country of China, rousing them up in the same way the West uh, or we do over here or they do over here to us whenever there's some type of aggression. They thought the words patriot and, you know, if you love your country, you would, you know, roll up your sleeves and all that stuff they try to use. And it's all propaganda. Everything we're being told from the East and the West is all BS. Just follow the currency. It's burning. We were told at this point in time that there will be a need for a reset. And here we have all these currencies burning. But here you can see China consumer confidence is through the floor. And it hasn't been this way in several decades. And so they are in need of some type of event, in my opinion. So this next uh, card that's about to be played by China, it plays right in line with August, September. We always know that September is a very volatile month. And wouldn't it be just right on time if some type of trigger is pulled and the stock markets have its ultimate, you know, downward trajectory along with all the other overinflated assets because of some type of event heading into the fall. We got the midterms. We got so much stuff happening. So this is a perfect setup that they've, they're doing here. This is all time precisely. And that's where, you know, uh, Pelosi just not out of the blue, like, Oh, I'm gonna go to Taiwan to try to help, you know, bolster, you know, confidence and morale and help, you know, with the manufacturing of chips and all that crap. Come on now. Anyway, more proof that China is in need of something. Uh, they have not been dumping treasuries over the last year plus at this rate, like we haven't seen in the last decade plus for no reason. They're trying to minimize how much they will lose when the sanctions are put on them officially and similar to Russia, their their currency is frozen. They're not able to get out of these debt liabilities. They want to make sure they have as least amount of possible as possible. And it looks like as of now, you know, it's about a trillion or so left. But hey, what's a trillion when the Federal Reserve and the Euro dollar system is beyond being able to be counted? So it's like, oh, you know, we've reduced it to the bare minimum. We'll take those L's. But now it's time to ramp up the next phase and uh, make that announcement of that collaboration between the BRICS and that new world reserve currency that's already ready to be rolled out. Like as I've been documenting during the de-dollarization process, bit by bit, everything that's given to us is old news. Just the fact that BRICS with, was it early June came out talking about the need for an alternative. They have been working on this since the BRICS first meeting when Putin and Xi shook hands. Yeah. So none of this is just, Oh, out of the blue. So China needs some type of confrontation. Because it'll help stir up morale within the country, 
and brainwash more of their people and to give them a reason beyond what's going on to print like they've never printed before. And then you factor in, we haven't talked much about the current, the current real estate debacle. So here's just an article from yesterday. Evergrande debt setback uh, drags China developers to a five month low. And so outside of all the other, you know, recessionary depressionary news come out of China uh, here you have one of the most important aspects of their economy for their citizens is their investment in real estate for savings. And that's not performing too well. So as you guys can see here, this is just one of many other areas of I, as I've shown so far that just points to how China needs some type of diversion tactic, similar to what the West is always looking for. So uh, this plays right in line with what's going on. So it's not a matter of calling uh, U.S. not calling the China's bluff. It's just like, you know, be patient. It's coming. It's inevitable. So let's keep it moving. Uh, let me see. I got more articles here. China's property sales are set to plunge 30% worse than 2008. So this was uh, from last week. So you guys get my drift. So uh, let's open the phone lines real quick. I got about three or four more topics, but I want to get your thoughts on bluff or strategic move by the East and the West to help bring this thing down. So let's talk. Uh, give me a call. I want to hear from you guys directly. It'd be good to be able to, uh, you know, just get some feedback. You know, what uh, am I missing? Put it like that. There could be lots of other angles worth approaching. So let me know. So give me a call. 313 is a number. And we can talk about that. And, of course, I have more not so good economic news about here in the U.S., but I'm assuming that other commentators have probably talked about that already. So don't want to bore you with that. But it's always ready to be shared if need be or throw out a question at rethinking a dollar i'll do the best i can to try to jump on that uh let me see here uh ed says china rush do do make do not make empty threats china is going to use this as an excuse to invade taiwan my opinion yeah that is a possibility but once again once you invade then the u.s gets involved and this is all predicated on the biblical prophecy of a Inter, intertwining global war, world war, uh, which kicks things off just perfectly, according to scripture. Anyway, let's talk. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Hey, Mike, it's old blood pressure. How's it going? LBP, doing good, my friend. Give me a quick thought. What's in your mind? Look, man, the Chinese are stupid, Mike. Look, I'm not talking about Mr. Lee down the street that owns a restaurant his kids in. In medical school, I'm talking about Chinese government. Mm-hmm. They give you, they give us everything, and they take digital nothing for it. They deserve what they get for being so damn dumb, Mike. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it, it served its purpose just because they are also issuing the same exact thing. So, if all governments, all 180 so currencies, are all debt based IOU nothings, and they can just drain it until they can't no more, and that's what we're experiencing because. It's no, no more takers out there. So uh, they benefited from it as well. But now it's, it's time to make some changes. And that's what I think this is all about. <laughs> yeah, and that thing with Pelosi, that Chinese is going to do nothing, Mike. They're going to sit there with their thumbs up, you know where. Mm. They're not going to do anything. The United States will blow a city up themselves. They'll blow up their own city before mm. China even sneezes over here, you know? Hey, we will find out, man. But uh, I mean, what what this means is no more eventually. It's already probably happening. No more goods 
that say made in China in a, in a foreseeable future. Therefore, all the luxuries we've enjoyed by going to Walmart and going to your local box stores where everything was made in China won't be there. So made in America will come back, but it's going to be some time because, you know, we ain't got no manufacturer infrastructure to make our own things uh, in the same fashion that China I, I, I did. So. I don't think that'll happen, Mike. I think China's going to keep being the slave of America. Oh, I don't think, think they're so. going to learn. Oh, man. We, uh, so that's, yeah. that'd be interesting there, man. But I, be, I, I find it hard to believe because, you know, they, they got more a lot more people to appease than the 300 or so million here. And if we're sending them debt-ish, debt notes, then, like, they're not going to be receiving that. So what are we going to be sending them? Look, they got, <laughs> they, got a, they got a plan up the sleeve, these American elites. Yeah. Well, you know, they're not just from America. Yeah. They're going to break China up, Mike. That's what they're going to do. They mm. they made China, and they will destroy China. They own China. Okay. Hey, well, I'll ride with that, man. Appreciate your calling, boss. All right, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Yeah. That's an opinion there. Give me a call. Share your thoughts. Um, or highlight in the chat. Uh, I see a lot of you see, I see a lot of countries out there. Uh Rolf said the Chinese will wait for a moment of political crisis. They will they have given Joe and Hunter Biden huge bribes. Yeah, I would say we we you know we see more than enough, you know, video footage as well as you know, emails and text messages from the Biden laptop that show how much uh influence russia and china have over this current administration and all the other puppets and so uh, they're all on the take man they all know what's going on it's just more so trying to play the dog and pony show with the with the world through the media to make it look like you know you know the west is an aggressor or china's an aggressor and and it's always about you know spreading democracy and, and saving the innocent people caught in between and it happens to be ukraine with russia and now it's taiwan with china and it's like, OK, you know, these two conflicts here, in my opinion, will be the last of their kind just because it just seems like it's it's it's, it's going to be hard not to turn this into some type of I hate to say the word nuclear. It just seemed like you know, if, if one side is losing or both sides, you know, it can't be two, it can't be it can't be two winners. Somebody has to lose. And the people who control the monetary units of currency behind all that typically are betting on both sides. So it's going, they're going to win-win, supposedly. But along the way, so many casualties, you know, that will be lost in this confusion. And it's all about control, power, greed, and on top of all the other biblical prophetical things that must take place. But it's just sad to see this unfold to where, you know, we can't get no real truth from any of our mainstream sources to where we got we have to go out and try to put the pieces of the puzzle together and filter through all the noise to try to make sense of things where, you know, and, and this once again plays into how, you know, it just it's within the last couple of weeks, my, my, my spirit man has been so excited about diving into the end of times, biblical prophecy. So I've been diving into revelations a lot lately. And, you know, I've been really studying the antichrist and uh, the Mahdi, you know, the Islamic Mahdi and just, you know, just trying to understand this stuff. Cause it's, it's, it's starting to come together, man, in a very interesting way. But uh, shouldn't should nobody be caught by surprise put like that? There's more than enough information out there. You just got to filter through it, get spiritual discernment on what works best for you. Because, you know, there there is a such thing as called a deceiver out there who's able to make things look sound appeasing to your ears as well as, you know, enjoyable to your taste buds and your eyes to where you can get caught and be deceived heavily. But anyway, I'll save you say that for later. Uh, Julie says, 2014, China announced that they were moving from being a manufacturing country to a consumer country. Okay. Uh, 
So uh, 2014 happens to play in line with the uh, rollout of the BRICS, as well as all the payment infrastructure that they began collaborating on as well. So not by coincidence. Jennifer says, Matthew 24 is being played out right before our eyes. Yeah, I would go with that one. Uh, Grateful Prep says, don't you find the timing of this trip to be very odd, especially considering the war in Europe we're already dealing with. I think the Brandon regime uh, planned this in cahoots with the CCP. Oh, Grateful Preps. I I can I can definitely rock with that. Like I was, like I was saying before, man, this is all political theater. They're all in on this together. Like the goal is ultimately, and this is where just look at how far advanced the global digital takeover has taken place. And this plays into the digital ID system, social credit score system. All that stuff started in the China region. And, you know, I've saw videos that I share on Telegram and stuff like that, where you just look at the infrastructure in China of like every street corner is like buku cameras and face tracking and the digital ID, all that stuff is, is it's done there in China. It's been a part of their system for several years now to where it's trickled into Europe. It's down in all it's down in Australia and all the other nations. And it's even here in the U.S. right now, right under our own nose. And we're not even talking about it. And I even saw an article earlier uh, where it was talking about Pelosi. Let me find it real quick. I'll grab it. One of Pelosi's staff members, a former, you know, foreign spy type of person who was out here uh, trying to gain support for the social credit score system. And uh, let me grab it right here. I have it in front of me right here. Yeah, let me grab this right here. So this is, you know, there's so much stuff happening under the radar. It's just the mainstream media focuses on what's in front of us just because it's the easiest to promote and to get people caught up into it and to stir up emotions and feelings, which is a part of their game plan. But here's the article here. This is from the National Pulse. It says, revealed Pelosi-linked lobbyists are pushing China's social credit system for American citizens. And so this came out yesterday. So if you read through this, you get a nice little uh, detailed explanation as to how all our government bodies have been infiltrated by Asian influence for the promotion of this agenda. So things are moving along quite well. And what's unfortunate is that a lot of times, and I can probably fall victim to this as well as a content creator, you know, focusing on what is the primary subject of the day rather than zooming out, looking at things from a, the macro lens of things and realizing that when you put all these pieces together, you know, you got the digital ID, you got a social credit store system, you got the central bank digital currencies, you have the burning and the inflation, you got the central banks that are working together to cause as much pain and destruction as possible so that they can then come in with the solutions of the CBDCs in cahoots with the digital ID and just to, to play back, play on that more. So, you know, I encourage people take a look at this. But as you guys can see here, they're working together, you know, just just more proof of that. And there's another video I shared in the Telegram that talks about. Uh, let me grab it real quick. I'll show you guys on the screen. It talks about the. Let me copy post. I mean, give me one second. I'll put it up here. So, yeah, so I, I try I post a lot of things that I can't post in the YouTube 
on the Telegram. But here is a video here. That's a it's a two minute clip in reference to this gentleman here is just going through a quick quick synopsis as to how the digital ID and the CBDC is is it's the process is working smoothly right now, and it's just a matter of getting things to its absolute worst to where people come begging for it. They'll be ready. You know what I'm saying? So that's uh just some stuff that's happening. But anyway, let me get rid of this. So let's talk. Give me a call. Phone eyes are open. I'll be curious to get your thoughts on this. And uh, we'll go from there. Uh, Rochelle, how you doing? So glad I could chance to presenting live. I appreciate you. Uh, let me know your thoughts on this uh, Taiwan Pelosi situation. I was talking earlier as to how, you know, everything is, you know, right in step with what they all need. They need as much as much distractions as possible because all economies are tanking and they can use a little uh, economic boost uh, the the war the war brings to help revitalize things. Um, MW says, "I uh, wonder where is the Ukraine's money going? Border states are aren't doing uh, better, aren't getting it. The uh, Ukrainians going home, leaving Poland. Digital is control. Uh, yeah. So and I, you know, once again, we'll find out after the fact. But a lot of that money is just being funneled through into the hands of all the." industrial complexes that exist that we don't even know about. We got the pharmaceutical, we got the military, we got, you, you name a couple more. We got the politician industrial complex. We got, you name it. It's finding its hands into a lot of people's bank accounts that is not helping the Ukrainian people. We all know that. And so why do you think our U.S. politicians are so excited to send billions over there with no problem? Because they obviously get a piece of that pie whether it's coming from, you know, whether the, the lobbyists, the think tanks, whoever write those legis- pieces of legislation, they believe me, they, 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 they get their back scratched. They get some promises made. And of course, they get inside information as to what companies will do best when they're stimulated and all those types of things like that. Um, uh, let me see what she said. I know what I think will happen. Uh, MP will... Next person will send a decoy, then the CIA will blow up the fake uh, the aircraft and blame China and go to war with the MP, uh, hides away and evades taxes. Uh, yeah, that's you know, she still has to leave, she still has to leave. And so, as of now, the video footage shows her surrounded by you know what looks like Taiwanese people, and so it looks like she's in that region. And, you know, once again, yeah, I don't want to go too far left field, but you know, these people they have. You know, extras. They got, they got, you know, some doubles. They, you know, all these people we see are not, you know, they may have their, 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 their stunt men, their stunt women, their, their doubles, their, their others out there working as well. So, believe me, they could. That, whoever that person is behind that mask, there could easily be somebody that uh, represents Pelosi, i.e., some type of clone of some kind. So that's how serious things are out here. So you never know. Uh. She's just in California here. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Uh, all right, so a couple more topics here. Let me get to a couple more topics real quick. So uh, I'm, I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts. So it looks like, as of now, uh, Michael Saylor stepping down. I'm assuming due to some pressure from the board, even though he's a majority shareholder still, so he's still calling shots there. But uh, when the company loses close to a billion just due to the drawdown, and his deliberate uh, continual push to double down on betting on Bitcoin because it's 
the best thing since, you know, sliced bread to him. It looks like, uh, I think, it's my opinion, I was watching a couple of commentaries talk about how uh, there's a lot of people that will probably be betting against Michael's strategy pretty soon. Therefore, if the same strong hands go after him the way that they did Celsius and all those other exchanges by deliberately trying to short them out the wazoo and then cause a little regulatory you know, pushback and things like that on these companies. And if Michael's strategy happens to, I think their majority of their, they're already underwater for a good portion of their holdings, but I think there's the bottom line where you got to draw the line is I think about 14,000 or so, if I'm not mistaken. And when that happens, all that debt they took out starts, you know, being a little hard to service. And on top of that, I saw they're sitting on about 63 million in cash and while wazoo loads of debt. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a nice entry. It's going to be interesting because the way microstrategy is set up now, wherever microstrategy goes, so do the crypto market. So you know, we ain't seen the bottom yet, put it like that. So curious to get your thoughts on that. And then what else we got here? Um, Here's something I thought was interesting. Robinhood lays off 23% more of their staff. And I actually saw a tweet or something like that referring to how, the staff or how it was done and basically sent out emails saying, check your slack. And if it says you'll let go, you'll let go. And it gives you your, your exit letter and everything else in between. I'm thinking like that's cold blooded, but that's what's happening out here. Uh, and another one here for my people in California, you no longer have to be a citizen in California and LA rather uh, to get a government, a County job. So ultimately uh, you could just, measly measly on in through the border and dress up nice and put your application in and no questions asked you can get a job working for the county yeah who'd have ever thought uh, <laughs> wow anyway keep it going what else we got here uh that's that's about it uh that's all i got article wise uh let me check in with the chat real quick and then we'll get ready to dial back as always uh probably go to new zealand what else we got here uh witches work says he chose to step down at 33 years come on man this uh, got a symbolism all over it uh witches works man you know and that's the thing like that is true if you want to you can you can read into it and grab and extract anything that might fit i just you know like it's just you know i just scan through the headlines take it for what it is keep moving you know because that's you know, that's one out of maybe 10 topics i can go down a rabbit hole with and you know i and at this current moment, I'm not too excited to go down rabbit holes anymore. Like I'm literally not interested in rabbit holes just because everything is becoming obvious. The ship is sinking and it's taking on more water than the central banks can try to pump out. So therefore, distractions and diversion tactics will become daily, all disguised at trying to further destroy humanity so that they can usher in the beast system. And so, like I mentioned before, biblical prophecy and understanding scripture during these end times to me is is, is, is priceless. And so, like, you know, I literally, man, I've watched so much, so many, you know, uh, Revelation series. And I, you know, I just I, I'm watching it with excitement just because, hey, it's no basketball right now. And so literally, like, just for sheer educa- education, entertainment. And just all out feeding my spirit, man. I dive into so many sermons, man. And if you guys are interested in, in following along with these sermons, I do my best to put them in the Telegram 
just because I think it's uh, worth your worth feeding yourself. Because if not, you'll be dragged down these damn rabbit holes, and it does not edify you one bit, or it doesn't help you with your calling, which is to share your testimony and preach the good news of the kingdom. Uh, Rick, appreciate you, man. It says, just saying thanks, Mike, supporting the locals and others agree. Appreciate you, my friend. Thank you for being a blessing to the channel. As always, my guy. Um, all right, what else we got here? All right, so let me just share with you real quick. And for those that are interested, I definitely will be trying to find ways to share more of my uh, these, uh, the more information I uncover. And so I came across a sermon last night. This is not it, but it has a lot to do with uh, understanding the Antichrist and biblically speaking, how it lines up perfectly with the Mahdi, which is the Islamic uh, savior that is set to come. And so this is just something I was listening to today. And boy, did it bless my soul. And so I put the link to this in a telegram. But as I mentioned here, the more the worries of this world try to distract me and the louder the commotion, the hungrier my spirit man gets instead of diving down rabbit holes constantly. Why not seek a word from the throne throne for guidance? So uh, that's just something that excites me. So if you guys are interested in plug into that, you can find out more about that. But here's something as well. Like this is completely off subject, but this is I'm just ranting real quick. But this is something I knew nothing about. And. After having listened to one or two different subject matters, it really got me going, furthering my desire to uh, understand more. But I'll put it on the screen here. So I'm, I'm probably going to butcher this, but if you type in the word Dajil, I'm, I'm saying it incorrectly, but Dajil is the Islamic or the Muslim uh the Muslim version of the Antichrist that is to come. And the pastor, the guy that I just mentioned in one of his series, I think it was series episode eight, he was talking about how, I know it was, it was a different one, but he was talking about how, you know, I, you know, he was wondering, he was curious. And throughout his biblical studies, you know, he always wondered how would it get to the point where you'll have that army of 200, 200 million heading towards Jerusalem uh, for the last battle of Armageddon. And I'm thinking like, you know, I just, i never get, I haven't got to that level yet, but he was basically saying that based upon the way he extracted things, you know, you look at through the Quran and the way it's broken down, it counters everything that's in the Bible. So the Bible has, you know, the antichrist and of course the Mahdi, which is the Muslim savior that is to come, that denounces Jesus as the savior, but says he's a prophet of Muhammad. He's second tier, whatever, whatever, how the Mahdi plays in line perfectly with all the descriptive characteristics of the antichrist. And I'm like, wow. So he was breaking it down. I'm like, wow, that's some good stuff. And then to sum it all up, he was like at the end of seven years, when Messiah returns uh, and the battle takes place, and of course, I found out more details as to how the battle was literally an hour long. I just that stuff just to me is deep. But in the Quran, the 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 Daji, the Dajil, is the one that comes, and he's the ultimate enemy that I'm assuming the people of the Muslim faith will be looking to fight. And so that right there, like 
to me just shows how people will be at that point wanting to go fight for their faith faithfully in the name of Allah. So this is just a rough start. I'm just getting started on this. But if anybody's interested in diving into this, this is just something I thought was worth touching on because I know for a fact and and with my pastor, this is stuff that's not touched. So I got to go get it for myself. But uh, Dajil is compared to the devil, it says here, is a common Arabic word used in the sense of false prophet. But Adajil, which is a, a definite article, refers to the imposter, a specific end of times deceiver. So this is in the Quran as the deceiver that's coming. And to me, that deceiver they call uh, the false prophet happens to be the Messiah himself, according to biblical prophecy. So this stuff is coming together quite, quite interesting, man. So I'd encourage you, Google this word, YouTube it, watch a couple sermons on it. And you'll definitely be blessed because it just further educates those that are interested to see how all this comes to an end. Because everything we do is about preparation for the millennial reign of Christ. You know, that that's that's to me, that's what this the most important of all this stuff that excites me is further understanding what millennial Mike, you know, if I could talk to myself, you know, if I could talk to myself face to face, today's Mike versus the millennial Mike. And ask myself some questions. I'm like, you know, what what could I have done different in this life? And those are the things I'm seeking God for right now. But anymore, anywhere. Um, man, 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 it's a lot of interesting stuff out here, boy. But I'm gonna save it for later. But anyway, I missed a lot of calls. Forgive me. I just get excited. Don't lose my train of thought. But anyway, be blessed, be safe. Back at it again tomorrow, Lord willing. And uh, of course, stay prayed up, get your weight up, do everything you can in the natural. But then again, realize that it's all done in vain unless you're saved, unless you're soul has been restored and redeemed and you've been purchased by the blood of the lamb, which is Jesus Christ only. So yeah, keep it going, man. Be blessed. Be safe. See you guys later. Peace.